I speak to you today in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Not only did Jack behave perfectly, he waited to sneeze until his dad had him. So, <laughs> good work, young man. Well done. Well done. Uh, recently, uh, in the past couple of weeks, my daughter Mims uh, graduated from high school. And uh, there was a big ceremony around the graduation, and there were lots of parties the week before leading up to it, and it was a great, great week. And as I was thinking about that and thinking about this baptism, uh, I was reminded that we are a people who need ceremonies. We need things in our life to mark the big moments. We need things to mark birthdays. We need things to mark graduations, weddings, baptisms, deaths. We need to be together and have outward and visible signs that mark these changes in our lives, these big moments, if you will. And as I was thinking about the sacrament of holy baptism, I thought it might do us well to hear again what a sacrament actually is. Uh, today at church, we'll have the sacrament of baptism and we'll have the sacrament of the body and blood of Christ at the Holy Eucharist. And a sacrament, friends, is an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace. An outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace. It's an outward showing of something that's happening internally, just like a graduation or a wedding. What's really happening, we can't see, but we need these outer signs because we're physical people. We're tactile people. We need to be together to celebrate these things. The outward signs for the baptism, which we just had, are the water of baptism is one outward sign. The other outward sign is the words that the priest says, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Those words and the water are the outward signs. I think part of the problem with baptisms and other things is too often we focus too much on what we do rather than focusing on what God does. This water and words, that's what we do because it's what we're commanded by God to do. But ultimately, friends, baptism and Holy Communion isn't about what we do. It's about what God does for us. And it's about what God does in us. Young John Parham Jordan Jr. Jack Jordan. God is doing a work in his life even at this very moment. The Holy Spirit promises that something happens when we go to the water of baptism. So the question for us today is what is the inward and spiritual grace that occurs during baptism? It occurs for us who have been baptized and it occurs for this young man who has just been baptized this morning. Now there are lots and lots of things that happen, but I want just to point out three things that are inward and spiritual graces that this young child receives this day. Number one, he is forgiven his sins. He is offered forgiveness of sins through the waters of baptism. The physical cleansing that comes with water is represented there, and there is a spiritual cleansing of sin that comes through the waters of baptism. Number two, he is raised to a new life of grace. 
As a member of God's family, he is raised to a new life. And that new life isn't something that just comes after he dies, eternal life. That's something that happens immediately when we receive the Holy Spirit into our hearts. When we ask Jesus into our lives, we are raised to a new life of grace. The Holy Spirit comes when we invite it in. And then third, this child is incorporated into the mystical union between Christ and his church. He is adopted, if you will, into God's family. He is no longer out on his own. He is part of the church. He is part of the saints who have gone before, part of the saints who surround him now, and part of the saints who are yet to come. Friends, this is the good news of the gospel that Jesus Christ came into the world to die for my sins, for your sins, and for the sins of young Jack, for you and me and for all who would believe. These are the inward and spiritual graces that the Lord promises when we place our trust in him, that the Lord promises when we go to the waters of baptism. In just a few moments, you all will be invited to come forward and receive the sacrament of his body and blood, the outward and visible signs being the bread and the wine and the words that the priest says at the time of communion. I think it's important for us as we come to the table to remember the inward and spiritual grace that we receive there. Look with me, if you will, on page 10 of your service bulletin. Our prayer of thanksgiving after communion, we thank God specifically for the inward and spiritual graces that we receive at the table. We pray, eternal God, heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, Jesus Christ. That's the first spiritual grace that we receive. We have been accepted as living members of Jesus Christ himself, the body of the church. We also give thanks that we are fed with the spiritual food of the sacrament of his body and blood. And then we thank God as well for sending us now into the world in peace and giving us strength and courage to love and serve him with gladness and singleness of heart. Friends, as you come to the table today, remember that you are receiving unimaginable grace unimaginable gifts, unbelievable inward and spiritual signs of God's love for you, that you, through the waters of baptism, through the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ at his table, friends, we are graciously accepted, just as young Jack this day is graciously accepted as a living member of Jesus Christ's body, a member of the church those who have gone before, those who surround us now, the body of saints that we are in the midst of, and those who will come after us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.